Welcome to the Great Lakes Golf Podcast. This is Hunter Pulaski alongside Brad Burkaw. We are brought to you by Reed Furniture, whatever your furniture need, it is Reed indeed. In this week's episode, Tiger Woods splits with Nike after 27 years. We will talk about that, get our thoughts as to where he might end up next. We talk about the century. What a great way to start the year. I always love starting in Hawaii. Chris Kirk wins by one. We will break that down and we'll get into the first full event of the 2024 season, the Sony Open. But we're going to try to keep this one short. Brad is on the road. We are taking Great Lakes Golf Podcast on the road in 2024. But we will, but first, we'll start with Tiger Woods leaving Nike after 27 years. What what are your what are your instant thoughts, Brad? I mean, they were they were with him through the thick, through the thin, and now it seems like it seems like it happened. I mean, it seems like it's been they've been talking about it for a while, but this seems quick. It's like the band. Yeah. What now? Yeah, it's been floating around for quite a while now. I guess my instant my instant thought was like, I gotta admit, it was like about time. I gotta say it. I gotta say it. I'm not a huge Nike golf guy, so I was like to have the greatest golfer of all time still rocking these let's be honest just just cheap clothing just cheap clothes that's what they make now is they make cheap clothes they don't look good so i i thought it was about time i'm happy about it oh i'm i'm thrilled i i i saw this on twitter yesterday that i mean i love tiger woods i mean tiger woods is, is probably the reason why i play golf and why i love this game so much but he never like pushed me to buy nike golf equipment or Nike golf no. clothes, no. Which, which is strange. Like you, you would think somebody that that moves the needle that much, that I would be, I'd be like full on Nike. But I just, it, it doesn't. First off, it's like a, it's it's like an athletic person clothing. Half the stuff, half the shirts don't fit me because they 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 have like this this slim fit. They think they think everyone's a mannequin, is what I've realized. And and I I'm no mannequin. Far from it. No. And they just have they've got they've got the weakest collars in the game. Let's just let's just be real. They have the weakest collars. Those things couldn't stand up if their life depended on it. Oh yeah, even after a little bit of starch. They nope. don't stand a chance. It doesn't stand a chance. And then the- so yeah, but you're but that, that point you made is is very interesting. That greatest golfer of all time never really pushed me towards Nike clothing. Whereas you look at someone really any mm-hmm. other like major athlete in any other big big sport all of the kids they all want their gear mj shoes everybody wants mj shoes lebron shoes they all want to buy lebron shoes tom brady has his own clothing line now so it is interesting it's it's interesting that and and maybe some people did but i never had that strong desire to to just go crazy on nike clothes no and i i still it's like seared into my brain that uh that outfit they put tony finau in I think it was the masters where he was wearing white pants with a dark blue pullover that had an orange stripe running perpendicular to the ground across his chest. And then he was wearing a pink hat. Yes. And that is like, that is like a microcosm of Nike golf, just trying stuff that I'm just not, that's just not my style. I think that's, that, that works for a lot of people. But that's just that has never been. I don't want to be like bright. 
typically. Right. Stand stand out too much. No, I agree. I agree. I'm not I'm not going for like the Ricky look out there. And I and I you, you mentioned it with Michael Jordan and wanting everyone to to everyone wants Michael Jordan shoes, and it's the case for a lot of different athletes. But like outside of the Tiger Woods shoes, which I think are actually like okay, I've never I've never owned a pair, but I think they look pretty good. There is there's like quite literally nothing else that has ever moved my needle. I did have I did have a red Tiger Woods shirt growing up, which it might actually still be in my parents' closet potentially. And you were right, the weakest collar. I mean, that collar is far, far from where it was when I bought it. I'll tell you that much. Oh, it's it's sad. Those collars tried to they try to hide underneath quarters that they don't even want to be shown. Yeah, that's it's, it's and uh, it just even the material. The material is just like heavy. It's thick. It's not super light. But yeah, I, I've never owned Tiger shoes either. I didn't. I'm just thinking about that now. I never even wanted to buy a pair. No. Like even when we were in high school, for me at least, I always loved like the Adidas Tour 360s. Those were like the hot shoe. And I never even crossed my mind to buy tiger shoes. Yeah, I don't know uh, I don't know what so where do you think he goes from here? Where is like in your mind, where is the ideal I feel like he's gonna follow his buddy Justin over to Grayson. Yeah. I could see Grayson, especially with um Charlie rocking Grayson at uh can't see. Oh right, yeah. That's but I, yeah. I, uh, I could also just see him doing his own thing, or in like just wearing like non-branded clothing. Like I could really see him doing that. If, just, just literally no major affiliation or creating like a tiger brand. If he did that, if he, if he created a tiger brand that was like just that was above average clothing, I feel like that would sell like hotcakes. That could be like his next yeah. his next business venture that was actually good clothing. I think that yes, it could be his logo. You, you got think if he puts like a, like the, his fist pump, his iconic fist pump as the logo, similar to like an Anderson Ord. Is it Anderson Ord or is it Anderson Ord? I never know. But anyway, like a silhouette of his his, his fist pump as part of the logo would just be electric. Yeah, Anderson Ord has a great logo with the the flag stick hanging hanging on their i guess it'd be like on their shoulder or leaning against their shoulder right so i could i could really see him but he's also like i mean i love tiger i love tiger to death he's my favorite athlete of all time but he is a total weirdo sometimes so i could see him just like walking out there Can, could you see him like rocking some like camo something or he gets like sponsored by like like the military oh yeah no i, I mean i i think everyone i i saw the the call of duty the hoodie made way too many after about the sixth one it became fairly unoriginal but that hoodie that he wore to pebble beach for something a few months ago everyone was was calling that back as as a possibility of like just like something random like that would be would would feel like it'd be very much tiger woods to do that yeah i the other possibility i could see is just like some smaller brand that he like gets complete takeover uh like complete control over i almost think of like nike back in the day where they were struggling like nike that i don't know if you ever saw that movie air um but it was really fascinating to learn the history of nike and to for me and and you i'm assuming our whole lives nike was just a dominant sports brand but back in the day they were getting outsold by converse which is just crazy to me um, but as soon as they looped in Michael Jordan, man, that those sales took off. The brand became what it is now. So I could see 
I could see Tiger going to some smaller company and saying, look, you give me the, the keys to the castle and we'll make this a Tiger brand and kind of go from there. So I, I, that wouldn't shock me either. Maybe New Balance. Really, really just taking on the dad role. Full, full fledged now. Oh man, he rocked the classic blue and whites, uh, blue and white shoes out on the course, put some spikes on those bad boys. The seven seventies. No, the the dad, the the mowing. Aren't those the the, aren't those the seven seventies? Are they? I don't. They could be. You 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 might know more than I. I don't know. But yeah, just that iconic like lawn mowing shoe. Just throw a, throw a few spikes on the bottom of those and. Call oh, it. they're the six. Oh shoot, they're the six oh eights. I think. The six oh eight to the real dad shoe, from from looking at it. <laughs> right, that's uh. So I think that we had to lead with that. I think that's that's kind of the the biggest news that is that is uh, graced the golf world among what feels like a plethora of other things. But it uh it definitely had been in the works. I just didn't I didn't believe it actually happened because he had he got asked questions about it, um, at the hero and he's and it was his answer definitely made it sound like he was. They were in the process of, of splitting. I think he's like, I'm wearing Nike. I'm wearing Nike now, sort of thing, and not really leaving it up, leaving it up for inter- interpretation as far as what he was, what he was going to do next. So uh, here's a just the last thing on this before we move on because I'm curious. Just popped in my head. Where do you think Nike goes from here? Like Nike and golf is dying at a rapid pace. I mean, they don't even make. You know, they've obviously everybody knows they don't make clubs anymore. Um, I mean, they've got Rory, but he goes they're they're on life support. Yeah, it's not um, it's not great. It's, it's really it's it is. They still have Scotty, they have Scotty and um, Tony Finau, but it definitely feels like it's we are on life support. I, th- I feel like does Nelly Corda still wear Nike? Yeah, Nelly just switched. Actually, yeah, you're right. Nelly just switched over to Nike not too long ago. Um, so I guess I just it just feels like Tiger is such a huge hit to them. But you're right. They've got Scotty. I could see Scotty going to Under Armour someday, though, being a Texas kid. Yeah, which is which would be so Scotty. Would be very, oh, yes. would be very fitting to see Scotty Scheffler in Under Armour. Yeah, I don't I don't know where Nike goes. I, I don't think um, I don't think. People would miss Nike golf clothes. I don't, I don't think people are. There's nobody with pitchforks lining up at the Nike headquarters demanding that there's Nike golf products made. Maybe there is. Right. Maybe there is. There has to be. They've, they've had a pretty successful tenure, but I, that feels like it's very much because of Tiger Woods. So, and I don't think I don't think people are growing up wanting to be Sky Shuffler. No offense, to Sky Shuffler. Great guy. Great golfer. Better golfer. But I don't think like he's not. I mean, what? He's not exactly moving the needle. No, no, not even compared to people his age that aren't as great of golfers as he is. He, he doesn't have that pizzazz. You gotta have. You can be a great golfer, but you gotta have a little bit of that. That, that extra. Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, let's move on to the century. Chris Kirk gets his sixth PGA Tour title with a final round score of sixty-five. To win by one over uh, Sahith the Gala, uh, Chris Kirk is as cool as the other side of the pillow. As cool as a cucumber, he just looks so unamused by everything that's going on in front of him. He's just out there. He's just out there having a, having a good time. 
but it looks like, I mean, he seems like he could make a seven or he could make a, an ace and there'd be no difference in reaction. Which you got to appreciate that about a guy, right? Oh yeah. No, I think that's one of the best traits to have in it. You know what you're going to get every time. And that's, that's a, that's a very good quality to have in a person. So can I, can I speak on behalf of Chris Kirk here for a moment and not even speaking on his golf this past weekend, but at some point, I just, when the guy does something good, I don't think he wants to be reminded of the worst point of his life every single time that he does something good. Yeah, at that, some point, this uh, the alcoholism, all of that, he's moved on. He's in a better spot. Like, let's let the man move on. Yeah, they, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the, the, the coverage loves substance abuse stories. They'll eat those up. They'll, they'll tell those, they'll tell those until, until the fat lady sings. Every single time they, they love telling those kind of stories, but it does feel, it does feel like it's a little played out at this point. That you're, you're, yeah. So I don't know. I, to me, it's just like, just let the guy move on, but you're right. They eat it up. It, 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 it's a probably feel good story for other people that are going through the same thing. So I get it, but yeah. And I mean, I, I think it is worth mentioning that is, it has been a, a pretty significant turnaround. I mean, he, he won just about a year ago, a little bit inside of a year ago at the, the constant, uh, classic in Palm beaches. But prior to that, it had been, uh, eight years since his last win. Um, first time, first time at the century in eight years. Um, so to, and I'm like, what a way that's a, Think you you don't think about enough, especially now that it's a a elevated event. Like so important to start the season off strong, and to come out and obviously win, and start with seven hundred FedEx Cups points. Just kind of get off to a good start. It's got to feel. It's got to feel really good. And shooting shooting twenty nine hundred par also has to feel pretty good too. That is that is just a ridiculously low number. I was just gonna say that that is just such a crazy like. I mean that is, yeah, I, thirty under over four rounds. I mean, geez, can you imagine? Nope, I can't actually. I can, I, I cannot imagine that. That is just out outside of outside of my wheelhouse. I would say. Can can you uh can you imagine setting the record for most birdies and not winning? Yeah, that that. Uh, I can't imagine that either. So that that is what happened to Sung JM. He made the most birdies by two more than what has ever been made in the history of the PGA Tour with 34 birdies. <laughs> but he made he made his fair share of bogeys because he only shot 2,500 par. He he shot 65, 66, and then he shot 73 even par in round three. Rounded out with a 10 under 63 in round four. But yes, he finished all the way back in uh, a T fifth. With the most birdies in the history of the PGA Tour, pretty incredible. I respect that. That's that goes I back to like that. the that goes back to like the age old question of would you rather make eighteen bars in a round or nine birdies and nine bogeys? Oh, nine birdies, nine bogeys yeah. for sure. Roller coaster. Yes, lock, lock, I like the lock in. Yep, I, I like the ride. So uh, rounding out the top five, uh, Sahith Tagala, as I mentioned previously, finished second place at twenty eight under par. He had a chance to make birdie on the 72nd hole had about a 10 footer that he missed. So that kind of allowed. And at that point, I don't think Chris Kirk had made his birdie on the 17th hole. He had a really good five iron from, from over 200 yards landed and rolled up to about two feet away. So, I mean, 
pressure pack situation with Ravine on the right side. So makes birdie there. And then he was kind of able to just cruise or put in cruise control on the 18th hole and lay up to 60, 70 yards and make par. Um, so Heath, so Heath had a chance and then Jordan Spieth finished solo third. He definitely had a chance. He had some mishaps on 16 or 15. Just on, on lucky break. Uh, he was a roller coaster from, from the second he put the ball on the ground or the tee on the ground on Thursday per usual. Uh, ben on surprising start. I wouldn't say surprising, but good to see from Ben on finishing in solo fourth place. Uh, aforementioned Sung J M in T fifth alongside Brian Harmon, JT posting Kalamore Kawa and Scotty Scheffler. So I think, uh, I think just for the sake, we'll, we'll keep track of, um, our betting records just for this week, but I feel like we might've mentioned Kalamore Kawa, Scotty Scheffler, maybe Jordan Spieth for a top 10 or top five. So we're, and I mentioned Sung J M. So we're off to a hot start. Hot, we're hot, rolling, man. Hot, hot start for 2024 from the Great Lakes Golf Podcast. Don't let us get hot. Nope. That's all I got to say. What a year. Uh, so a couple takeaways, a um, couple notes I have written down. What, are you, what were your thoughts on uh, Kevin Kisner? I like him. I mean, I knew I was going to like him, but he. Uh, I thought he did a good job. I thought he had a couple funny jokes. I laughed so hard. I mean, obviously, so I like Jordan Spieth, uh, but I laughed so hard at Kisner when Jordan misses like a three foot putt and he does his classic Jordan where he's like, you know, complaining about the wind or whatever the heck it is. And then it just like goes quiet. And then Kisner just goes, it's three feet. Jordan just put it in. <laughs> I died laughing. I thought that was so funny. Oh, and that's, so I think there was, there was a little bit of worry that he wasn't going to be able to like joke enough with, or be able to be critical of his peers when when called upon but i feel like he's enough of a jokester and like that's been his mantra for long enough where he's just gonna let it fly and it seems like he did that well really he wasn't trying to be too funny and i think he did a great job i mean that's like all for the first time out i feel like but it's very i don't know what i don't know what happens like if he say he wins the sony open and he's he's in I think that would put him in for the waste management. So then is he going to not play in the golf tournament to, to be an announcer? That seems, I mean, he's only 39 years old. We can't, I don't think we, we, we can't just be giving up on his playing career quite yet. Yeah. That was on my, uh, on my bulletin points for this topic is what does this mean? I haven't even really, I honestly haven't read much into it, but I, I wasn't sure what this meant for Kisner's career. I mean, is he just done? No, I mean he's playing this week. He's playing. Is he going to be doing? Is he going to have a headset on while he's playing? No, I don't. So the only two, the only two events he has on his schedule right now to be an announcer was the Century and then the Waste Management. As far as I'm, as far as I'm aware, and that could be partially because of um, CBS will take over some of the coverage here, um, which I think they do a lot of the West Coast stuff. So then it would be the CBS crew, so it wouldn't really affect him. So I'm not I'm not entirely sure what the plan is. But it definitely feels like he's still like he's still he he was hitting his driver so bad last year. So it's I feel like he's not like he's not dead in the water by any means. Like he he could easily the Sony Open is seven thousand yards uh walleye country club. So it's like he could easily play well there. Who knows? Yeah. You might say he might have a whole different perspective now. 
we'll maybe have guys it? doing guest announcing every week, every other week, trying to trying to find their form. Yeah, yeah. I don't, Cork is has got to wait for the uh, ball roll back. Although then it's just gonna he's gonna be even shorter at that point. That's true. That's a percent. That's a percentage game though. He he'd he'd win on those percentages. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that. I I don't think. The beauty for Kisner is he had those, he had very small shoes to fill, so it wasn't it could have been he could have quite literally said anything, done anything, and I was probably going to sit here and say, "Oh, that was nice, I enjoyed that." It, but I do think even if we were to just put in a vacuum of there was never any Paul Azinger, we were starting starting fresh here, I would still think he did a very good job for what for what he was asked asked to do, and I think him and him and Smiley Kaufman and. And John Wood all seemed like they kind of feed off each other well, so no, it was good. Yeah, I'd agree. I think uh, of those guys that you just named, just a little side top or side note. I think Smiley Kaufman is going to be an absolute amazing analyst for years to come. I think he is going to be the the number one guy in the future. Yeah, it's, he's he's like right on the fringe where he was good enough to like where where people will actually. Will take his like what he's saying with some meaning, but you got. I feel like you got to be. He's about as because he was good. And then he had his injuries and his like yips with the driver and whatnot. But I, I do feel like you have to be like a certain level of quality player, and I think he's right there. And he obviously has the personality to match it. Yeah, that's I think sure. that's uh, that's for me. I love his personality. I think he's got a great personality. So. Yeah, uh, and then uh, a couple more topics. I think uh, Jason Day's new clothing company, uh, Melbon. 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 Uh, who boy? Those are they made a statement. They came out swinging. I I don't know what to think about that. That. I just I gotta say so it's pretty it's it's a ballsy move at a tournament in Hawaii to wear a pair of pants that if it gets a little bit too windy, you might just get blown away. Oh, Jason abs- Day could have been flying through the air in Hawaii if it got a little too. The gust picked up there. Yep. Yeah, he's going to get a free flight home. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, so, all right. So, I think you and I can agree that we both enjoy... I, I mean, I wouldn't say, like, I'm a fashionista, but, like, I I like clothing, I guess. Like I Like, I like looking nice. I think that like the baggy stuff is coming back. I, I think that like the the kids these days are wearing baggy clothes again, and I just I can't do it. Yeah, well, I think that's that's right there. We we find ourselves in a crossroads situation where like you see the kids doing it, but then you kind of think like, well, you're thirty, I'm almost thirty, like we're we're not kids. That's yeah. is, is that a kids thing? Is Jason Day playing kids games? <laughs> I will say I'm on their website right now. The clothing, like, look, it looks like clothing that I would like, like if it fit well. Like it's 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 my, I wouldn't. It's like very. It's traditional, a lot of like neutral colors. I, I feel like I would typically like, but it is just very baggy. Yeah, I just I can't I can't do the baggy. I just something about it. I mean, I feel like even just being like. You know when you have just even like a whenever you play golf and you could take off that quarter zip, you're like pumped because even just the quarter zip can sometimes be a little too constricting. So I don't know. And to your point, 
I have seen their shirts. So the only reason why I even knew about this company is because for whatever reason, their clothes got put into uh, one of the new golf games as like clothes you could buy for your character and uh, golf video games, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the only time I had ever heard of it. But I, I have looked at their stuff and to your point, like it's neutral colors, not super flash. I think they could have done themselves a bit. They could have done a better job of sending out their first like marquee athlete and a better, better outfit. I'll just say that. Yeah, so I, I still cannot quite grasp what is going on with this. It looks like there's a lot of collaborations. They have a ton of collaborations. Like it's it's Melbourne X Adidas commuter pants. They do have their own. They have their own pants. It looks like as well. Hmm. Interesting. And that's. I mean, if you, they wanted they wanted people to talk about them, no such thing as bad publicity. Is what I yeah, is what I hear. True. And I, so I think there is. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say that. Probably honestly, we'll get a lot of like the young teenager kids buying their clothes now. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I I think there's this this brand has potential. There's absolute potential. Some of these some of these pants are absolutely ridiculous. So it seems, it's, it seems like it's quite expensive. Very very very. Uh, it's not price sensitive by any means. All right. Uh, so I think we had, we had to talk about that. That was that was kind of the talk of the town, especially on Friday. He when he was wearing those pants that were just like holy moly. I you hadn't seen anything like that in twenty five years. So like oh yeah, a little bit, and, uh, a little bit of blast from the past. So now that we've talked about Jason Day and Tiger, I saw so many hilarious pictures of or Tiger and people saying he was going to go to Melbourne because of all of his pants he used to wear back in the nineties. <laughs> His big old baggy pants. It is funny to see. Uh, you mentioned it. Like that is, it is coming back, and it, it's funny just to see the different trends and how long they last. And then it just slowly, it's like uh, time is a flat circle. Everything comes back. Yeah. Everything comes back. And then, uh, so I, I, we in the nineties. Yep. I got to quickly mention. Uh, I was watching it with. I was watching it on Sunday with Mac, and Brandon Todd was in a position. He was only like two or three shots back. And I can't think of the hole. Somewhere on the back nine, early in the back nine, a drivable, I want to say it's 12, drivable par four. <laughs> he hits it out of bounds and then throws his driver to the ground, snaps it. Still has two more par fives coming up. He can't hit, he can't hit driver anymore. Just, and Mac was, Mac was like distraught. He, he was like, did you, did he just break his club? And I was like, you don't, we don't ever do that. That's, that's crossing a little bit of a line. And I know you can go and like get a, you can go get a new one. And, within like two minutes the second he gets off the golf course but it's just the principle yeah that's a super disappointing uh look to show uh the kids i'll say yeah. um yeah, but think about the kids think about the kids man uh look we've all been frustrated on the golf course but don't break your club especially like what a slap in the face to all the people who like Let's be honest. Golf is expensive. There's a lot of people that probably would love to play golf, but they get priced out of the sport. And so when you just like deliberately snap your club whenever you feel like it, and then that's kind of a little bit of a slap in the face to the rest of us. But, um, all time hilarious. So I mean, I laughed at the guy. Oh yeah, and he, he like he he had instant instant regret. 
he, I think he like he kind of set in and he like got down he like kneeled down, <laughs> put his hands in his in his his head in his hands, and I was like, oh, poor guy, because he's he's a very seems very docile for the most part. Kids kept calling him B Todd, B Todd. <laughs> yeah, I know that was a. Uh... That was interesting. Yeah, his soul definitely left his body immediately after he realized what he did. <laughs> yeah, that was probably like a couple hundred thousand dollar mistake. And I don't and I don't know yeah. off top what he made coming in, but he ended up making six on, on a very easy, very easy hold. Uh, definitely did not help his cause. And then uh, my final point from or takeaway from the century, uh, Vincent Norman, and this is absolutely no offense to Vincent Norman whatsoever, but he shot six under. He shot one round over par, I believe. I want to show you. He shot 74, one of the rounds. And he finished dead last by two shots. Just like, these, I saw Monday Q tweet about it. Like, you just have to stay in school. You got to find a career, like a good, honest living that puts money on the table. But I'm not sure it's this. More times than not. It, uh, I'm not so convinced it is either. Just these the, guys. I mean, it's crazy. Is the guy lost by what? Twenty-five strokes? Uh yeah, yeah, twenty-three, twenty-three strokes. Twenty-three strokes. Like, geez, oh, And I and I mean, obviously, it's not like he missed twenty-three putts, but like, and that's like the funny thing about golf is Vincent Norman was probably not many. I want to say. I feel like I saw a stat. He didn't, he was not playing bad. Like he was probably, it's just funny. Like he's a few good holes away from, from being 1500 par, 1600 par. It's, like it's, it's that razor thin. Yeah. And you got to think that gets amplified the course difficulty, you know, when it's an easier course, you make the, the margins for error become a lot less smaller. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then one one final, I have I have a tweet from from Kyle Porter. We mentioned Sky Shuffler uh, finished top five for what feels like the thirtieth straight time in the row. Um, his T degree rankings in his last seventeen events. So this is starting at Bay Hill. At Bay Hill, he was second, Players first, Masters second, Heritage fifth, Byron Nelson second, PGA first, Colonial first, Memorial first, U.S. Open third, Travelers second. Scottish Open second, the Open third, St. Jude, he fell all the way back to 15th. I don't know what he was doing that week. BMW Championship, he was first. Tour Championship, he was 12th. Hero, he was first. Kapalua, he was first. We're, we're getting into like the, the, the best that never was sort of thing. I mean, this is, like, this is an incredible run he's on. And just back, back like he never left. But he just cannot. He just cannot putt. It's shocking was, to watch. Is he going to become like one of the skulls he could have been? And which is crazy to say because of how amazing his ball striking is. But you just put him as like an average or like a slightly above average. And where would he be? I, I fully believe, Brad, we are, neither one of us are very good putters. Streaky. I like to say, I'm, like to say, I like to say streaky. I fully believe yes. that we could win two times if we just, if we like morphed into Sky Shuffer's body the second he stood on the greens 
I think we could we could either match or surpass his win total with ease. I mean, he's given himself like you know, eight footers every single hole. Yeah, it's you know, I, it's uh, incredible. I, I think I got to agree with you. <laughs> as much as I don't want to, I think I have to. It's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I and I so I don't I don't know what I don't know what he needs to change. I saw <laughs> if Kevin Kisner just fixed Sky Shuffler in, in like eight hours of announcing, he was saying that Sky was opened up. He was way too open. And that was that wasn't allowed to get out, get on track, wasn't allowing the ball to get online from the start, which is the, the probably the reason why a lot of people miss a lot of putts. But something's just got to give here. I mean, you, you keep rolling good putts, and I don't even know if, if you keep rolling putts, they have to go in at some point. It's just a pure numbers game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. At some point, something has to like change. Like you see, so many guys that change. Like look at Will Zalatoris, the dude busting out every single different putter under the sun, trying different putting strokes. Scotty's just like, you know what? I, I think this is working. I yeah. think this is working. How would I change it? He's just, he keeps telling himself, "Oh, that was a good putt. That's where I, that's where I was aiming." So is is he just terrible at reading greens? <laughs> Maybe that's what. So, I think that. I think that is hilarious that he has said that so many times that he's like, these are good putts. And it's like, well, but they didn't go in. Yeah. 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 We had an oldest, we had an assistant at the club way back that whenever he'd miss a short putt or like any, not, not a short putt, any putt, and somebody would say good putt to him, he'd be like, well, good putts go in. Which is a, which is a fair point. Fair point. Very fair. So we will see. We're going to get, we're going to give Scotty a little rest here. Uh, at the Sony Open, so the nice transition into the Sony Open, we will we will give Scotty a break uh, this week. We will uh, we will antagonize somebody else. This is the first full field event of the 2024 FedEx season at the Sony Open. This is at uh, Walleye Country Club in Honolulu. As I previously mentioned, couldn't be more opposite from uh, Kapalua. This is a par 70 in comparison to a par 73 we played last week. Last week was almost 7,700 yards. This week is only 7,000 yards. Uh, this is very much a ball strikers, ball striking, ball striking, ball striking, got to get off the tee, uh, got to hit these greens, and then um, go from there. Not a terrible field. I've, I've seen better. I've seen worse. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama is probably the marquee player. Siwoo Kim is playing. Matt Kuchar. Gary Woodland is coming back from uh, brain surgery. His first start back since uh, brain surgery last season. So hopefully he does not miss a beat. I'm pulling up, just because Brad is on his phone, I'm pulling up odds board real quick. So looking at the odds board, uh, we have uh, Ludwig Ober leading the way at 1600 par. He struggled a little bit last week. Um, nothing, nothing crazy. He was he probably finished. I think he finished in 50th place at 59 guys. Um, just couldn't quite get it going. Matt Fitzpatrick is 18 to one if he finds his golf clubs. Uh, I saw this morning that uh, Hawaiian Airlines have uh, have misplaced his golf clubs, which would not be uh, ideal for for this upcoming week. 
weekend. Uh, Terrell Hatton at 18 under par as well. He played great at Kapalua, had one bad round, uh, finished up with a 10 under, 10 under par 63 on Sunday, I believe. Uh, Brian Harmon just finished T5th at Kapalua. He is at 20 to 1. Russell Henley at 22 to 1. Corey Connors, uh, not would not be a bad pick whatsoever. He's at 25 to 1. He is uh, the king of ball striking and he just he has four straight top 12s here including a T3 in 2019. So um, talk about a guy that that fits the bill for this golf course, uh, horse for course for sure. Chris Kirk after the win coming in at 25 to 1 as well. Eric Cole, rookie of the year. At thirty to one, Ben On coming off a top five is thirty-three to one. Heath Tagala coming off a top two, who I actually really like this week. I think he is uh, wildly underpriced at thirty-three to one. And then JC, JT Poston, who played well uh, last week as well, at thirty-three to one. And rounding out at thirty-five to one, we have a slew of guys: Denny McCarthy, Siwoo Kim, Harris English, Justin Rose. Another guy that I actually like is. Um, Harris English. He seems like he is he is rounding back into form nicely. Trying to at least. Any uh any names on that board that, that stick out to you? Well, I think the the first thing is just Ludwig and the fact that he is the favorite in the in the clubhouse going into the week. I think what a rise for that guy. I mean it's incredible. So that, that one is the first one that comes to mind. Yeah, you would never you would it's it's un- unbelievable. I mean, he had one one bad round on. He shot a seventy seven four over par on Saturday, but then he he fouled right back up with a ten under par sixty three on Sunday. So uh, obviously able to to bounce back just fine. And just to correct myself, uh, Terrell Hatton actually shot an eleven under sixty two in the second round uh, last week at Kapalua. So yeah, I think uh, that's a really good point to make with with Ludwig. He is. Uh, transcending upon the sport at a rapid rate. Rapid rate. He really is. He is. That kid is an absolute force. So I'm curious to see what he does this week, being the favorite. Um, I uh, I love my guy Tyrrell. I'll be I'll be keeping an eye on him. Um, he he caught a nice hot mic this past weekend. I don't know if you, oh, if he, you caught, caught he caught a couple. That. Yeah, he's he's a hot mic uh, fiend. That's for sure. So I'll be keeping an eye on him. Um, I really liked Sahith, like you mentioned. Uh, and then another name that wasn't in the in your list there, but Akshay Bhatia played very well last week. He's coming in at sixty to one. I don't think I would want to take him for you know obviously for an outright, but I, there's got to be some value for him um, in a nice finishing position. So I'd be curious to see how he plays. Um, to your point on Harris English. Uh, I am very curious to see where he goes from in the, this season. Obviously, last season he battled some issues, um, but I mean we're talking about a former Ryder Cup player, so oh, yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised to see him, like you mentioned, getting rounding back into form. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think uh, that's just that's crazy how one little small injury can kind of just derail you for a little bit. But I would uh, I'd be surprised if he is he is not near the top of the FedEx Cup this year the top half for sure. Yeah. So I would, uh, I think outside of that, um, got Will Zalatoris in the field this week. Curious to see 
what the future is going to be like for him in the next few months as he tries to get back into uh, or get the abilities back that he had. Obviously, still have a lot of work to do with his putter. Um, so I'll be curious to see what happens with him. I am just beyond fascinated with his, with his putter. So that that's a guy that I will watch no matter what, just to see where that that putter's going. Yeah, just just for like the pure fascination standpoint, absolutely. You ha- you have to watch like a car crash. <laughs> you can't look away. Yeah, unfortunately for Lucas or for uh, I'm looking at Lucas Glover's name. Yeah, unfortunately for Will Zalatoris, that is uh, that's where we're at. But I mean, he and it's it's it should be worth mentioning how good of a ball striker you have to be to be on the PGA Tour when you are that bad at putting. It is, it's impeccable. It's, never, never before seen. It's something that very few people can do. Yes. There have not been very many people in the, the history of the game that you would call elite players that you would also say, that guy just stunk out loud at putting. Yeah. No, it's, uh, that's usually a fairly important part of the game that he has just somehow skated by. Lucky him. Okay. Did you have any, uh, so I know that when you ran through, you mentioned the Heat. Did you have any guys that you've been keeping tabs on this week and looking into the weekend? Uh, I really like Sahit Tagala. I think he is going to bounce back. Um, not a, I mean, he, he played really well on Sunday to, I think he shot, he shot, uh, finished with 63 on Sunday to get it within one shot. So two shots better than Chris Kirk. Um, that's a guy that just will, I think will be near the top of the leaderboard when he's playing. Um, just very consistent. So I, I like Sahith a lot. I actually, I think um, I don't mind Ben on either at 33 to 1. Um, Siwoo at 35 to 1. I would be interested in he, just with his ball striking, feels like it makes sense here. But outside of that, no. Um, I feel like we are, we got to get through. This is, just a, this is just a tough one. It's nice with, so we get the football all day and then we get to, kind of mosey our way into golf so a couple more weeks of football lions playing well so we'll just we'll take this one as we can take it yeah we got it we got to stay strong for our lions uh i'm 30 years old and this is the first time that i've ever seen a lions team like this and you know, it might be 60 years old the next time i see it again so yep, we gotta it. stay strong for our lions for a couple of weeks and then we'll be cherish fully on golf yep all right that's probably all i have uh, good luck to anybody that has some picks at the Sony Open. It's always a fun event. Always love our second of two Hawaii swings, and now we are back to the mainland. You got it, man. I don't know if you uh, – so while we're on the Hawaii swing, I don't know if you wanted to talk about your Hawaii golf at all. Let's um, do it uh, Let's do it next week when we're, when we're both back in Yeah, back that in works because I'll have some – yeah, that works because I'll have some Florida golf under my belt at, at that point, so we can uh, we can both go in on a little bit. Perfect, love it, love it, love it, love it. All right, guys. Well, we will uh, we will talk to you later. Enjoy uh, enjoy Tiburon on Thursday. That sounds fun. Yeah, thanks. I'm looking forward to it. Oh yeah. All right, I'll talk to you guys. All right, All right. have a good weekend, everybody. See ya.